are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and there were no signs of the Monday Blues against the Canucks for the Calgary Flames. How did they do it? Be sure you're subscribed to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It's free, so why wouldn't you do it? And make sure you never miss an episode of Locked On Flames. And if you're feeling generous, head on over to the podcast app and give the show a five-star rating and a nice little review. Monday night was one hell of a game, if you ask me. I was certainly so excited to see the Flames um, come out smoking hot, (laughs) pun completely intended. But um, the Flames didn't leave this game unscathed though Dylan Dubé played just under four minutes and um Jeff Ward talked about how he doesn't expect it to be anything besides minor uh so hopefully he is back in the lineup um they have like nearly a week off from game time till their next game which is Saturday against the Maple Leafs and you know, um, <laughs> it's uh, great to hear because, you know, Dylan Dubé is fantastic. I really like him. Uh, I think he's a great player. And if he does miss the game, um, it could be uh, Dominic Simone. He jumping back up to that first line. And prior to getting hurt, Dubé had tallied one goal on six shots, one assist, and four hits while averaging about 10 minutes of ice time. So, you know, we uh, hoping all the best for Dylan, and hopefully we see him back <laughs> um, on the ice for practices and things like that uh, before game time. But Vancouver, so back to the game, but Vancouver scored in the first period, and I was a little bit worried. Um, you know, I feel like the Flames have this issue of falling behind like if they fall behind early or in a game at all, they just they lose momentum, they lose that steam, and they for some reason they just can't pull up their straps and just play a full sixty minutes of hockey regardless of the score. The penalty kill looked solid. Uh, they killed all four penalties. Uh, something I noticed was uh, Geo had. F- uh, three, 40, 3 minutes and 48 seconds on the power play and 4 minutes and 3 seconds on the penalty kill. So, you know, he's still <laughs> he's still uh, doing numbers, as the kids would say. Uh, his total ice time, let me find that really quick. I thought I had it written down. But he he's still averaging 20, almost 22 minutes a night. So good for him. And something else I noted was the... Uh, only two goals came on the power play for the Flames, and that was uh, Lindholm's, which put them up 3-1. But uh, Johnny Gaudreau scored an even-strength goal, which was, you know, I was proud of that. <laughs> and uh, Gio had a goal in the third along with uh, Rasmus Anderson. So, you know, it, it was a really good game. I had a blast watching it. I think that... You know, uh, Markstrom was in there making some 
intense saves and really uh, just <laughs> impressive saves. Jeff Ward was talking about it um, with the media and talking about how impressed he is with everyone's gameplay and they're going in the right direction. And uh, you really love to see that. You love to see any sort of um, praise and transparency with head coaches, especially in the NHL, because I know some of them are very uh, cut and dry. You don't get much to work with. It's kind of like, um, you know, with Bill Belichick, you're not going to get a smile. You're not going to get any sort of personality there. But, you know, if a, if he comes out post-game and says, oh, you know, I thought... Uh, Dubé looked great. You know, I think he played a good game. Let's take that with the highest praise because some of these coaches, um, they act as if it would kill them to praise their players. And I, uh, that Jeff Ward does not strike me <laughs> as that kind of coach at all. I think that he is someone who really does foster that team environment and really cares about his players. And you know, they're not just a number on a score sheet or the roster. <laughs> you know, they're human beings. Uh, something else I wanted to note was that Jacob Markstrom also had really high praise for Johnny Gaudreau in a post-game interview. He said uh, he's a world-class player, and, and when he plays with Monty too, he's so good with the puck, he, so poised, so good at stick handling, really close to his body and finds gaps around the net. He's not the biggest guy in the league, but he doesn't often get hit and find spots in scoring positions. Today he got rewarded with a goal and some apples. It's great to see him going. And I could not agree anymore. Uh, you know, again, nice to see that <laughs> that praise out there and all that jazz. But coming up next, we're going to take a look at the matchup with the Maple Leafs. But first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. High in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar and carbs. Uh, 18 original, or sorry, 12 original flavors and six new. 18 total. Simple math. Not good at math, but I can tell you, Built Bar is great. I think that uh, ooh, the orange flavor has been uh, reclaimed its top spot as one of my favorites. Um, you know, just really great. And the best thing about Built Bar is that their protein bars actually taste like candy bars. And I mean it when I say that. Their peanut butter brownie and um, banana bread are fantastic. I love how it just, you know, it's small enough to fit in my purse and I can eat that on the go, on the fly. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or gal or anyone out there. It, you know, it's great to lose or maintain weight with while indulging in a delicious treat. They are keto-friendly. And head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me or on Twitter. I'm at JessBelmosto. So right now, the Edmonton Oilers and um, Toronto Maple Leafs are squaring off, and <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, so last time, okay, it's the end of the first period, and the Oilers are up one nothing. 
The Maple Leafs have eight shots on goal, and the Oilers have just three. And it was uh, Yamamoto who scored his second goal of the season. Um, Toronto is 0-1 on the power play, and uh, 57% face-off win, three giveaways, and 10 hits. But you know what? They're still <laughs> still a very tough team to play against, and they are currently 3-1-0. and Like I said, they are down against the Oilers after one. So we will see what the rest of that game brings. But Calgary is going to have to really step it up. They are going to need to play like they did Monday night in all ten or eight matchups against the Maple Leafs. Um, (laughs) Their defense, like I said, is going to have to be on their A game and... You know, their forwards are going to have to play a two-way game, and they're going to probably want to study some Patrice Bergeron film. But, you know, you don't know what you're working with quite yet because, um, you know, we don't know if Dylan Dubé is going to be back, if Simone is going to be um, sliding in in that first line. But, <laughs> you know, you, you really have to worry about players like Austin Matthews, John Tavares, William Nylander, um, you know, Joe Thornton, who I'm very excited to watch play hockey again. But uh, I just, I'm a little nervous for um, any matchups against the Maple Leafs. You know, you kind of hope that you catch Frederick Anderson on a bad night, <laughs> which happens, believe me. But I am hopeful that the Flames know what they're going up against and they're really putting in the work to win. And that's what you you have to do. You have to be, you know, averaging at least a point a night if you want to get in these playoffs, if you want to be seen as a competitor and actually compete, which I really do think the Flames are uh, capable of doing. (laughs) And I didn't really want to throw this in in this segment, but I figured while we're on the topic of Maple Leafs, we can talk about everybody's uh, favorite former head coach, Mike Babcock. But uh, an article came out yesterday um, talking about uh, Babcock's like attempted damage control. Oh, I've changed. I've grown um, since the whole incident. Um, well, the, <laughs> since the accusations against him came out. And one of the most frustrating things was that it was very clear that Mike Babcock has not learned a single thing. <laughs> um, it's not funny. It, like I just, I, um, it was behind a paywall, so you couldn't even read it on the Athletic. Um, I don't have an Athletic subscription. I let that bad boy run out. <laughs> but from the screenshots that I did see, and other people did post the article, like screenshots of it, and. Um, All I can say is, wow, Uh, a former player of his came forward talking about uh, mistreatment and how Mike Babcock is, like, the scariest person and he's like, has PTSD from uh, being under Babcock. And Babcock was like, I don't know how you can say things like that when I contribute to uh, Bell Let's Talk. Bro, like, are you serious? Because you, quote, unquote, advocate for mental health, that's, like, that doesn't mean anything. You are, you know, Mitch Marner literally had to draw a smiley 
faces on his gloves to remind himself that hockey is fun because you made him, you know, put him in a really uncomfortable position. And, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than reading that article and realizing um, that he hasn't learned and the way that it was framed. The article was framed to be, um, oh, I've changed, I've grown. It was kind of like, it was. I don't even want to call it like an influencer's notepad apology because it, it was worse and there wasn't even an apology there. It was just him saying, well, I'm not a bad guy. If that's how people felt, that's how they felt. It's not my problem. And as somebody who has experienced issues with leadership, I just, it's, it's all too familiar to me, um, that kind of behavior. And I just, I really do wish nothing but the best for the players who have had to work under him and, you know, potentially had, uh, now have like, you know, just issues from it. And, you know, I really wish that Mike Babcock was not given a chance to quote unquote redeem himself or, you know, speak. (laughs) Um, You know, Mike Babcock is not a good person, but allegedly my conspiracy don't come for me. Um, But yeah, (laughs) so just figured I would throw that out there. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about some more news and notes coming up in our final segment of the show. But first, let's talk about our friends at AG. So (laughs) I was going to place a bet on Monday night's game. I was going to say, oh, Johnny Gaudreau's going to score. And you know what? He scored, and I forgot to place my bet. (laughs) But, um, you know, you can place bets on anything, uh, random little things, and betonline.ag is the place for it. You can head on over today, sign up for your free account, and uh, use promo code locked on for fifty for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Uh, playoff NFL playoffs continue, and um, you know basketballs ramping up uh, along with COVID. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, NHL, MLB will be right around the corner, so you know that you have plenty of time to get in those bets. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Locked on Flames with Jess Belmosto continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Jessica Belmosto. Or Jess Belmosto. Just kidding. Okay. So, news and notes. Um, you know, I when I was putting this together, I it was before dinner, and I had planned on um, talking about David Pasternak uh, being ahead of schedule with his rehabbing, and he is the hero that the Bruins need right now. And um, then a story broke as I was eating my lovely Chinese takeout that the Caps are being hit with a big ol' fine of $100,000 due to COVID violations, which includes Alexander Ovechkin, uh, Samsonov, uh, Dmitry Orlov, Kuznetsov, and um, all hanging out and breaking some rules. And apparently this, uh, they had really, they had literally just released a statement. I'm just looking for it. Okay, so... Uh, Montreal reports no players on the COVID 
protocol absence, the cabs. Okay, cool. Uh, they put out the statement. Okay, sorry, I'm just uh, scoring or scrolling through Greg Wyshynski's um, Twitter, but he says, so in summary, the Capitals were fined $100,000, and Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov, and Samsonov were put on the COVID list because they all hung out in a hotel room violating NHL's no individual shall permit guests edicit in its COVID protocols. Um... um i just uh my god i don't know how stupid you you have to be for that one i don't that's so irresponsible but it's also like they're teammates so like what's going on i don't like i get it but it's also kind of like wasn't necessary i don't know i guess it's good to make an example out of it um you know, play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, you gotta, you have to follow the rules, and that doesn't, um, excuse you, because you are part of the Russian mafia there in DC, but, you know, I, that's, you really hate to see that from your captain, and I think that, um, you know, I'm sure that Zidane Ochara gave him a nice phone call, and, you know, like, dude, like, you're the leader of this team, you can't be doing things like that, especially, when you have a young player like Samsonov, you know, you're who's learning from you and, you know, you're supposed to lead by example. And unfortunately, that was not done in the Washington Capitals locker room. But uh, that'll do it for today's episode. I have you covered with more Flames updates and happenings around the league. And make sure you follow me over on Twitter at Jess Belmosto so we can talk all things hockey and send me pictures of your pets and um be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you will get the latest episode of locked on flames every day as soon as it's available all right you guys it was nice chatting with you and i will talk with y'all tomorrow bye-bye